You are highly lifted up, O God. There is none like you. From everlasting to everlasting, you are God. And there is no one that can contend with you. Father, it's amazing. It gives me chills when I realize that you have the power of life and death in your hands. And that when you open doors, no man can shut it. And so there, Father, you said, see, I have set before thee an open door. Father, that open door that you have set for us, may no man shut it in the name of Jesus. May no evil power be able to shut it. And that door that you have closed for our good, help us to stop whining there. Help us to look away from it, dear Father. However difficult, those closed opportunities, those closed relationships, help us to turn our face away from it and look to the cross because, Father, you would always open many more doors for us. If you have closed the door, it is for our own good. Help us to remember that, oh Father. Give us understanding of your word this morning. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, guys and ladies, welcome back to our daily devotional podcast. This is still training for impact, and we thank God for your consistency. If you're just joining us, we have been looking at the book of Daniel, a series on Daniel with the caption, Those Who Dare. We've been looking at a lot of lessons. If you have missed any one of them, please go back and listen to them with your Bibles open, with your Bibles ready to study together. In Currently, we're in Daniel chapter 9, and we are looking at the interpretation of the 70 weeks prophecy as it is part of the 2300 days prophecy in Daniel chapter 8. Now, I haven't looked at the beginning of the time, the timeline of the prophecy starting from 457 BC and it culminates in AD 31. Let's look at some of the nitty gritty, the, the explanations of this prophecy first of all note that it says your people and your holy city that's the jewish nation that's the, the it it specifically called the people who will be restored it says it's the jewish nation that will be restored and god was giving them as a nation within which they are to take two actions two things were to happen to them number one they were to finish their transgression and number two mark an end of sin and god also tells them that he himself would also do two things number one he will make atonement for the iniquity remember Dias is finished their transgression and make an end of sin and god says he also will do two things make an atonement for their iniquity and two he will bring in he will usher in everlasting righteousness and god accomplished these two things through jesus christ hallelujah now now this these actions of jesus christ is quite significant when you read hebrews chapter 9 from verse 26 to 28 it talks about jesus coming to take away our sins for the good uh, and this is significant because as we continue we'll see that within this 70 weeks prophecy uh, in, in the section of the one week we see that Jesus was prophesied to come into, into play and that he will come to do two things that we just see. So, to make atonement for iniquity and to bring in, to usher in everlasting righteousness. And indeed, that is what Jesus has done in our lives. Hallelujah. Jesus is the anointed one. Unlike how some persons explain the prophecy of the 70 weeks, especially the one week prophecy speaking about the Messiah, some persons attribute it to different uh, persons, but that's not true. The, the, the prince of the host, 
has always been one and one person alone and that's Jesus the Christ who comes to usher in righteousness who comes to make atonement for us so this is significant because it shows us that we are in sync if indeed the prophecy the prophetical date of the 70 weeks starts from 457 and ends in AD 31 then we understand that in between the 457 BC to AD 31 Jesus Christ must have been given birth to and must have also died and you know in, in verse 25 of Daniel chapter 9 it says that unto the Messiah that is the anointed prince there will be 69 weeks and then seven weeks plus 62 weeks now let's let's go back a little remember especially King James will say there are seven weeks 62 weeks and then one week so seven weeks plus 62 weeks will give us what now um, 69 then plus that one week now 69 weeks times seven days we want to convert this to days right so that we can also convert it to years so 69 weeks um and seven days will give us 483 years okay now let's look at because it says that in 69 weeks that's when the messiah will come into play so from 457 bc we're looking for 483 years after 457 bc that will give us exactly ad 27 and indeed in ad 27 as many historians has confirmed jesus was baptized by john the baptist at the river jordan between ad 27 according to the biblical history as we look at the names and the datings of some of the key players in the life and ministry of jesus christ we realize that jesus was baptized by john the baptist at the river jordan in ad 27 praise the lord isn't that amazing that indeed as he said that the messiah the anointed one will come into play in exactly 483 years after the decree to be for jerusalem to be rebuilt which happened in 457 and indeed jesus's ministry started you know officially after his anointing after his baptism and confirmation by the holy spirit in the river jordan and that was exactly ad 27 so we see our time frame now and i encourage you to join our community to see some of our materials that can help you understand this um this prophecy more so you also see the pictures you see the charts and if you don't know how to join our community please chat us up and we will be able to um engage in communication in conversation and add it to our community okay so after the 62 weeks within the 70 weeks it says the messiah will be cut off and have nothing and we understand that okay so if jesus was baptized in 27 he says in the middle of the remaining one week that jesus the messiah will be cut off so and that one week equals seven days right and seven days equals seven years remember Remember that if it's 483 years and out of 490 years, which is the 70 week, then we're looking at seven years after AD 27. And he says, in the middle of that, that's three and a half years later, the Messiah will be cut short. And we know that indeed Jesus' ministry only lasted for three and a half years. At the middle of that, indeed, Jesus was crucified and he finally resurrected. Now in verse 26, he says that the prince of the the people of the prince who is to come will destroy the city and the sanctuary and indeed 
after the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ, many years later, in AD 70, you know, the Emperor Titus and his Roman army destroyed Jerusalem. And remember, in Matthew chapter 24, as well as in many other places, Jesus warned of the destruction, of the coming destruction of Jerusalem. And you know, in some part, Jesus will say how we mourn for them because he saw that Jerusalem would be a pile, a heap of... Um, does and indeed it was described very you know terribly in verse 26 of Daniel chapter 9 that it will come like a flood and he says even to the war will bring about desolation and you know indeed it was really fierce he says historians suggest that half a million Jews died almost totally depopulating the Palestinian region and God had prophesied that this would happen and it happened exactly the way it is and now let's look at the remaining half okay so we've seen that in 457 the prophecy began the 70 weeks prophecy began and and first of all we took it bit by bit the 69 weeks and we saw that in the 69 weeks it culminates in AD 27 okay which Jesus was baptized by John and remaining one week which is seven days which indeed is seven years and in that in the midst of that seven years three and a half years into that Jesus would be okay Jesus would be Jesus would be crucified and he'll be buried and resurrected and after that Jesus would again be you know is then after that what happens when we look at the chart the remaining three and a half years would mark ad 37 right ad 34 after ad 27 which the one week starts after seven years after ad 27 will be ad 34 and indeed we see that many historians confirm that the ad 30 excuse me Okay, so in AD 27, Jesus was baptized. Between AD 31, Jesus was killed. Okay, and in AD 34, Stephen was stoned and killed, and marking the the turning point of the Christian uh, of the gospel, the spread of the gospel. And many people understand that indeed between uh, AD 32, AD 33, AD 34, but most scholars agree that in AD 34, that was when Stephen was killed, and that was the end of the 70 weeks prophecy. You see, in verse 27 of Daniel chapter 9, it says, even until a complete destruction, one that is decreed is poured out on the one who makes desolation. In Daniel chapter 7 verse 11, remember that he foretold of a time when both Christian and pagan Rome will receive their punishment from God. And indeed, this was fulfilled when Jerusalem was destroyed and annihilated. Now, let's look at how the last week ended once again. The Jews were finally rejected. Uh, they rejected the message of Jesus first of all and they killed Jesus and then killed Stephen, which marked the the. the the, the end of their probation, as you see, in AD 34, 
and the disciples of Jesus after the killing and the murder of the first martyr, that Stephen, the, the disciples of Jesus started spreading out to the Gentiles and they no longer remained in Jerusalem. And that was how the gospel got to everywhere, even to us here in Nigeria. So a little review. Uh, first of all, the vision concerning the daily in Daniel chapter 8, we understand that to be 2,300 years prophecy and then the 490 years were cut off from the 2300 years prophecy so the 2300 years prophecy started in 457 bc as we've seen today and ends in 1844 you can do the mathematics 457 to 1844 gives you 2300 years and then in the midst of this there is a 490 year prophecy which started also in 457 and ended in AD 34 with the stoning of Stephen of Stephen which marks God's judgment against the children of Israel and Daniel could now understand this although he didn't fully understand but he understood that okay yes the 70 years prophecy that God gave to Jeremiah in Jeremiah 25 as well as other prophets indeed that 70 years ended in around 538 to 457 where different commands were given for jerusalem to be restored so daniel indeed saw the fulfillment of the prophecy given to jeremiah where the children of israel were allowed to go back to jerusalem to rebuild and restore the temple and even the city itself which was heralded by the likes of nehemiah and Ezra, ezra and Zerubbabel and the rest of them. So we see that Daniel now understood that, okay, that 70 years prophecy in Jeremiah is different from this 70 weeks prophecy that was given to him in Daniel chapter 8 and explained in Daniel chapter 9. This one is about the children of Israel having rejected the Messiah, the priest, killing and murdering him in the one week prophecy in AD, AD 31 after Jesus' baptism in AD 27 and then you know their destruction that was coming to them because of their transgression which happened in AD 70 when Titus and his generals encamped Jerusalem and almost completely annihilated it. It's, it's a beautiful chart the way the Lord works. It's amazing that you know the first part and even the second part of this prophecy are already being fulfilled and we can see them happening now let's do a, a last review before i give us our lesson for today uh, we've been seeing some lessons you can glean some lessons but before i summarize it a review of daniel 2 daniel 7 daniel 8 and even daniel 9 you just see the beautiful picture there um i don't know if i've given us the, i cannot remember if i've given us the datings before but we see that from the head of gold which you have understood to be babylon babylon reigned from 4605 bc to 539 bc that was when babylon ruled and the jews were taken as captive now in 539 bc to 331 bc the meat and the patience took over which is the chest and arm of silver or as we understand it to be which is um, you know which took over babylon and you know that was when they started giving the command for jerusalem to be rebuilt and finally the, the complete command was given in 457 bc for jerusalem to be restored and rebuilt but we also understand that you know the kingdom of silver did not last forever it was overthrown by remember in daniel 7 we saw it as the kingdom of the beer okay and then in 331 to 168 bc the grecian empire 
came into power represented by the bronze in Daniel chapter 2, represented by the leopard in Daniel chapter 7, and then in Daniel chapter 8, it was represented by the he-goat with one notable horn, remember, okay, but even their own kingdom did not last forever, but by then, Jerusalem was already rebuilt, and in 168 BC, the Grecian Empire was destroyed by the beast that cannot be described by the be the same beast which his qualification was given as the kingdom of iron in daniel chapter 2 the beast that cannot be described in daniel 7 the the ten horn beast and the little horn power in daniel chapter 8 and this kingdom we understand this to be the roman empire both as the pagan rome and the papa rome in its two phases and they reigned from 168 bc to 476 AD when Rome was now broken into two and from 476 AD to even present today today we see that we are in the midst of the iron mist with clay where we have a divided Europe and indeed a divided world where there are some that are hot some that are cold some that are believers some that are not and he says they shall try to cleave to each other but they will never succeed and that judgment will come and we understood that the 2300 year prophecy culminated in 1844 where judgment has begun both in heaven and on earth where the record books are being opened both for the living and for the dead and that god is recording all that we do and much more than that god is using the seven day adventist denomination a people born out of prophecy to restore that which the little horn power has destroyed remember we understood that the little horn power has tried to do three things and especially number one to to draw attention away from the the sanctuary in heaven away from the ministry of jesus in heaven down to the earthly and the seventh Adventist denomination as well as all christendom if we key into it we are called to draw back the heart of men to god to draw back the attention of men to the sanctuary of god in heaven and friend i want to tell us that you know having looking at looked at all of these things we see that all of the prophecies of daniel have come to an end remaining the last scenes of earth history to play what side of this great controversy are you in looking at all of these things even if the ones you do not fully understand but you surely know that there is a a conflict there is a there's there, there no there is a divide between good and evil between the forces of darkness and between the forces of God. Which parts are you playing? Because you see, my friend, you cannot stand in the fence. If you have been on the fence for so long, I encourage you, the place you are is even most dangerous because you receive crossfires from both angles. Why not decide to enter into the camp of Jesus today? Why not invite him into your life and surrender that thing that you know that you must give up because it's destroying your life, it's destroying your marriage, and it will destroy your future if you don't surrender it today. You think you are enjoying right now, but you are not. You know it's killing you. Sometimes when there is silence, you hear that voice that still tells you that it's wrong, that you need to change, and God is able to make you change. Do not listen to the devil that keeps on feeding you with lies. You can trust God. You can trust him with your problem. Why not surrender all to Jesus today? Like really, really surrender. And not just like you did yesterday, but this time you say, Lord, help me this time. Help me this time not to relapse. 
Lord, when I fall, help me to know it's not by power, nor by might, but by the Spirit of the Lord. Father in heaven, there's somebody who is really struggling, who really needs your help. Please visit with mighty power. Change us, O oh God. Make us like you. We see all of these prophecies fulfilling, dear Father. May we not be on the wrong side of prophecy. May your vengeance not fall upon us. May let it be your love that falls upon us, O oh God. We ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Tomorrow we continue Daniel chapter 10 and then we're making progress. Three more chapters. God bless you.